Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, the Near Chits Audio Experience, hosted by me, Tyler, owner and CEO of Near Chits Game Plan on all social medias, wherever you find your New York Jets content. And today, I have a little post-game intro for you, and then some mailbag questions, along with my final thoughts on the Jets' win from Sunday, agony, pain, all that. Supposed to have an interview for you today, but it's Christmas week, heading into the weekend, so I think we're going to put that off to next week. Um, I'll let you guys know who that is in next week's episode, obviously, and possibly on my Instagram, at Plan. So let's get right into it. My reaction from post-game Sunday is how it's going to be. Um, they won their first game of the season. Like it or not, they're 1-13. Um, handing over the first overall pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's tough. It's going to be tough going into the NFL draft with the second overall selection. Considering many Jets fans thought Trevor Lawrence was going to be theirs throughout the majority of this season, especially October on, as many thought the Jets weren't going to win a game, myself included, but they did beat the LA Rams in LA, as surprised as that is. Um, Sean McVay really dropped the ball on his game plan for that week. Um, They had 10 days to prepare as well, which is even more surprising. Um, But Adam Gase called a fine game, and the defense played really well. And I thought Sam Donald came out and played really well under the circumstances. He had his full arsenal of weapons, receivers, running backs. So I thought he played well. Sam Ficken was back a kicker, um, made all of his extra points, field goals, things of that nature. Um, so they beat the Rams 23-20, and I thought it was a good win for team morale, but a a bad win for team future, and I thought this team could have used a win earlier in the season, I think, to really jumpstart their season as a whole. Um, week 14 is never a good spot, or week 15, rather, is never a good spot to get a win, um, I think, for team morale or, obviously, draft position, but they got it, nothing we could do about it. Just got to move on. Um, that's really all I have to say about the post game. Um, we'll obviously be getting into your questions right now. As we could see. Let's see if we have some here. Um, first question here is from Brian Ibrizzi. Um, on Instagram, of course. I asked this question on Instagram story about a couple days before I record this podcast. So definitely head over to Near Just Game Plan on Instagram to ask your question and possibly be featured in the future. So this question, if we lock up the second pick, which we have now, we've actually, this podcast being recorded, we've locked up at least a top two selection in the 2021 NFL Draft. If we lock up the second pick, will the attraction of this head coach vacancy decrease? Um, This is a really, really interesting question because I think if the Jets secure the number one pick, a new NFL coach coming into the Jets organization would say, look, we have a restart available here. We can draft Trevor Lawrence, and I'm going to be really happy with that. The Jets don't have that option at this point, so they're going to have to either settle for Sam Darnold or head into the draft with other quarterback names in mind, such as Zach Wilson, who completely balled out against UCF. Uh, that's going to be last night. Um, albeit it was against an unranked UCF, but it was still a fine performance. Um, or Justin Fields, who's been struggling as of late for Ohio State. So I think the head coach vacancy attraction does decrease a bit with the second overall pick. Um, names like Eric Bieniemy and Matt Campbell would have been more inclined to come here if the Jets did have the first overall pick. 
Um, not saying they won't come here now, but I, yeah, I do think the attraction does go down a bit. Um, although I'm really not sure. I'm not in the NFL world like many analysts and draft analysts are, so I'm not I'm not 100% sure if that's the case, but I would guess so. Next question here from Caldeezy, FCLSI. Um, possibility of getting Trevor Lawrence now that we've won a game. Um, we just have to bet on Duval County. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars have to pull out a win, preferably this Sunday against the Chicago Bears, to um, really instill confidence in the Jets' ability to secure that number one pick moving forward. Um, I do believe the Jets have a chance to win this week against the Cleveland Browns, as crazy as that sounds. They're playing their last game, last regular season game at home. Um, and then they travel, of course, week 17 to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots, who have seen heavy struggles over these past couple of weeks, especially with Cam Newton under center. So we're going to have to see. I think the Jaguars have a pretty good chance of beating the Bears this week, actually. Um, straying away from popular belief, I do think they have a chance. Um, Michael Nani on Twitter is a really good uh, source for all that information. Um, you know, analytics such as Mitch Trubisky is set to be on a heavy decline for the Bears, so maybe the Jaguars could pull out a sneaky win, something like that. Um, but time will tell. Time will definitely tell, but chances right now are a bit slow. Let's see. Next question here is going to be mbinovitz, at mbinovitz26 on Instagram. If we were to have the second overall pick heading into the draft, would you draft Zach Wilson or Justin Fields? As it stands right now, Obviously, probably working off some from recency bias, Zach Wilson, just because he's been performing better, even though in a weaker program overall, a weaker competition, um, I think Zach Wilson's the pick right now. Flashy, strong arm, mobile, where today's NFL is going, and I know we've heard that term over and over and over again from Adam Case's hire, he is not where NFL is going. He is where the NFL is not going. He's the opposite. So I think um, Zach Wilson is definitely the pick here at number two if the Jets were to go quarterback or trade down because I'm not sure other teams would have as much interest in him. Um, Justin Fields, on the other hand, is a good prospect. I'm not calling him down or anything like that. I think I think he's still a good prospect. Um, you do have to go off the history of Ohio State quarterbacks. I really do think so. I think Terrell Pryor, um, Dwayne Haskins, even though he hasn't struggled, he hasn't really gotten a real opportunity. Um, I, I do think Justin Fields is more of a project than Wilson. I think he's a little bit more raw, as crazy as that sounds. He's been on the decline. Um, Justin Fields has late. I mean, this game... Uh, New Year's Day, I believe it is, uh, Clemson versus Ohio State is going to be very telling if Justin Fields is the real deal. Uh, third question, fourth question here is going to come from Sudism, um, at Sudism. Now that the Jets won and will have the second overall pick, does that save slash secure Donald's job? Um, I wouldn't say it secures it at all. Um, I think there's a lot of questions surrounding Sam Donald still, um, a lot of uncertainty, which you really don't want to have uh, with a quarterback in his third year. Um, that's exactly the opposite, actually, where you probably want to be at this point. But I think there is still a lot of uncertainty. It, you have to remember, Joe Douglas didn't draft Sam, so he really doesn't have a connection to him in that standpoint. But I do think I do think Sam's still a very good player, and I think with the right coach and the right support around him, he could definitely um, thrive in the NFL because he has the talent. I think we saw that against the Rams on Sunday. I think he made a lot of good plays, and I think he'll be fine down the stretch with it, the Jets or not. Um, that we're going to have to see. Next question here is going to be from Isaac B 2 um, 
what coaches should the Jets be looking at? Do you have any coaches in mind? So right here in my notes, I did write down a few coaches that may be a bit unrealistic, and it really depends how their situations play out. I'll be at college, NFL world. But I wrote down, obviously, Matt Campbell is my number one choice, leader of men, um, strong protection in the NFL, I think. Um, you can see the passion from the game. That clip that just um, floated around the other day of him screaming and pointing at the ref. Um, that That's the kind of thing you want from an NFL head coach. Um, I think that's really that's that's where the NFL is going. You need an aggressive play calling, strong leader in your locker room, a CEO type. Um, I think I think that's I think that's a good good head coach hire if that was the one the Jets were going to make. Um, I wrote down a few more names here that I'm not too high on, but I think the Jets might look at. Unfortunately, I, I think Jim Harbaugh um, at Michigan is a name that I think the Jets are are going to look at, um, regardless of his record or his um, his performance at Michigan as a head coach. I think his NFL experience prior to that will get him a job in the NFL eventually. Um, yeah, I, th I think I think he's going to be a a, a a hot candidate come the offseason. Um, and another another name here is Wink Martindale, Don Wink Martindale. Um, he's currently the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. He came up in their staff from, I'm pretty sure he was a linebackers coach, and he got promoted to defensive coordinator. And obviously the Ravens' defense has been, um, in a word, great over the past couple of seasons with him at defensive coordinator. So I think they're, they might be looking at Wink there. Um, he obviously has that Ravens connection to Joe Douglas in the front office, so we're going to have to see how that turns out. Um, final question here from Ty Hayden 14. Do you think we could be a contender if we build a supporting cast around Darnold? Yes, absolutely. I think every QB in the NFL needs a strong supporting cast to succeed. Um, I think there's a few exceptions out there. I think Pat Mahomes might not need as strong as a cast as say a Carson Wentz. Or I think Tom Brady can work under a weaker cast early in his career. I think he needs help now. But early in his career, he's worked with less supporting cast and won Super Bowls. Um, but I think Darnold does need a rather strong supporting cast for him to really thrive in the NFL. And I think his supporting cast this year wasn't as bad as people made it think. I think the coaching was pretty bad. Um, so yes, all teams, I think, need to build around their QBs to be successful. Um, even if you're a Patrick Holmes or Tom Brady, you need someone around you. Uh, no advertisements this week. Um, we're going strictly free here, but I just want to leave you with a word here. The Jets do play the Cleveland Browns next Sunday or this coming Sunday at 1 o'clock p.m. on CBS. Make sure you tune in for that. Rooting for a win or not. Supporting your team by watching. Um, and that's going to be it. We went through a couple questions. Hoping to get a guest for you guys next week. Um... That's going to be it. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of the podcast. We're going to be back next week around Wednesday, Thursday, late week time with another one. Um, this is episode two. I'm Tyler. Have a good one.